This is Soundmaking, a podcast made by Hogan Stenner and myself, Matthew Shlomovitz. Each episode of Soundmaking features a composer or performer discussing the how and why of music they've created. For this episode of Soundmaking, we spoke with Hannah Hartman about her piece, Rainbirds. Composed in 2010, the work is a duo for flautist and a performer who operates taps. The recording you hear at the end of this episode was performed by Eric Drescher on flutes and Linda Janoska operating the taps. Soundmaking would like to send a big thanks to the BBC Radio 3 New Music Show for allowing us to play this recording, which they made from a live performance at the 2019 Huddersfield Contemporary Music Festival. In this episode, Hannah and I spoke about the way she made the piece, why the water pressure at the venue is important, and how the duration of the work is determined by the clay pots. I am Hannah Hatchman. I am a composer, a sound artist, and a performer. I grew up in Sweden, in a small city outside of Stockholm. At the moment, I am in Rome, and normally I live in Berlin. Rainbird is a piece that I started working on when I was in California on a fellowship outside Los Angeles, and I wrote it for Eric Drescher, a flute player from Berlin. It's to play, be played live with a flute player amplified in microphones and also the two spring clothes inside clay pots. And they also microphoned, very close-up microphone behind the clay pots, but you don't see them. And it's actually not a solo piece, it's actually a duo piece, because you also have the tap player. But you don't see the tap player. The tap player is behind stage, also playing the score. The piece was written for Eric Drescher and he also played the premiere. Uh, but it happens that other people also want to play it and I'm, or I'm also a bit suspicious to say, yeah, but is it really important to have a good water pressure? Because if you don't have enough water pressure, the sound from the sprinklers inside the, the pots doesn't sound really good. It's kind of... Psh, 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 psh. And, yeah, that doesn't work. So the recording that we're going to hear now was made in Huddersfield, 2019. And before, I had a lot of uh, talks about the, yeah, the tech rider and how, and, and with the water pressure. And I was really, really worried. Are you really sure? You have to test it with the water pressure. If it's not good enough, it's not going to work. That's, that's not going to sound good enough. Yeah, and they said, yeah, 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 it's good, it's good, it's good. And in the end, of course, because it was played in an old cotton mill, it was industrial water, so you have really, really good uh, water pressure. Yeah, so that was super happy with. Yeah, So you can't play the piece in a small kind of tiny apartment or something because you don't have the water pressure enough. Yeah. So best is in really in industrial places or maybe in gardens 
big gardens where they also have really good water pressure. Yeah. So that's really important for the peas, the water pressure. Yeah. And of course, the flute. It's also important to say that so the flute um, is playing together in a duo with the sprinklers. So sometimes you shouldn't be sure, is it the sprinkler you hear or is it the flute? Yeah. And sometimes they're playing together, like in a real duet. Yeah. And but sometimes you just hear the sprinkler or the flute. Yeah. It's a time-based score and uh, the flute is relating to the sound of the, the sprinkler. For sure that the tap player is just playing time when to put on and off which, which tap. So it's a stereo tap, actually, because you have two parts. So the tap player is playing when to open or close tap one or tap two or both taps. The flute is playing the score, also time-based, and the notation is not, it's related to uh, sounding like the tap. The flute is also relating to the sound of the sprinklers. So to play as the sprinkler sounds in the pot one or sounding like that. So it's really relating to the sound of the sprinklers in different ways. Yeah, the reason why you don't see the tap player, because of course you could think that the tap player should also be on stage and kind of operating the taps. But I think it's nice if the tap player isn't, if, if you can't see the tap player at all, because then you have a bit of magic. So the best is if the tap player is really outside the room. It's not necessary, but I think it's super nice. And the best is if the magic is, is uh, analog. That means it's no really uh, electronic involved in the, in the magic. Like in this room, the tap player is just in another room, putting the, the taps on and off. Yeah. The recording that we are going to hear now from Huddersfield, there the, the tap player actually was in the room and you couldn't see her doing the taps. That's also okay. Yeah. The duration of the piece is uh, important in the way that it can't be longer than it takes for the the containers that are underneath the sprinklers to be filled. If you play too long with the taps, you're going to have a disaster on, on the scene. So that's it's a limitation of how long the sprinkler and the piece can be playing. So that's really something we had to test before playing the piece, because if you have a super water pressure, maybe you get more water. And in the end, at the concert, you, you mean all this electronic on the, on the floor, it can be a really disaster. So that's super important to have kind of rehearsals with the water to see how much water is filling uh, the containers underneath the pots. The piece is so long so that the both containers are filled, but you still have some space so that you're not too tight. And it stops... And then you hear the sound of the dripping in the water. Because even if the taps are closed, you have some dripping down in the filled containers. Also important is the sound on the pots. 
it's not just small any parts. It's important that there are two different parts and with different sizes so that you have different pitches. And you have to kind of listen to that you have parts in a size that has a good sound also. And it's also super important when playing it that you kind of test out the point where the sprinkler is hitting the pot and be close enough with the microphone so that you have a good sound of when the water is hitting the pot. It has to be kind of, uh, yeah, that's super important. But really that you have good sounding clay pots for different pitches. I mean, I think that's, for all my music, it's really important that you are careful with, with the sound. It's not just any sound. It's important that it's exactly that sound, that you have chosen to use exactly those pots because they are sounding good. And you have tried different ones and see, mm -hmm, that's not really what I'm looking for. Maybe trying that one, hmm, that's sounding better. And you also have different sprinklers, okay? Uh, so you have to try and test different kinds of sprinklers. The sprinklers I choose to use is actually in the end uh, Rainbird's sprinklers. Yeah? <laughs> because uh, different sprinklers are also making a different sound. So there's also always a research in uh, see how different sprinklers or clay pots can make different sounds and to choose what I want, want to, to use. That means that also this, the objects are as an important instrument as the flute are. <laughs> 